Welcome to Cinematically Christian. This is our eighth, seventh, seventh, seventh episode. Um, we will be doing the movie seven. Wow, seven what? pounds for episode seven. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I just clicked. Tell me why it just clicked and we talked about it like before. Yeah. <laughs> Numbers aren't our specialty. Well, there's the accountant. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, my name is. Uh... <laughs> so, uh, we'll be doing Seven Pounds, starring Will Smith. Uh, who else? Will Smith. Rosario Dawson. <clears throat> yep. And uh, anybody else in it? Is anybody? That's, I think that's it. Oh, and oh, Jackson. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy from. Same part, right? But uh, Woody Woody Harrelson. Oh, coming from a hundred yeah. years old. Woody Harrelson, yeah. <clears throat> Good guy. Good actor. So, yeah. Pretty sad. Mo- oh, my prediction was correct. You cried. Angela <laughs> cried. Tristan cried. Okay, how could I and not Daisy cry? Cried. And Daisy cried. What? And Daisy cried. Oh, yeah, and then we have... Uh, oh, yeah. Why do you keep that in <laughs> <laughs> Right, did you cry? <laughs> uh, to be honest, man. I did not. Really? Maybe a little bit, but not really. Okay, okay. I feel like. Although I was kind of distracted at the time, I'm not even going to lie. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I had to go to church pretty soon after that, and I was like, dang, I don't know if I got time. <laughs> I don't know if I got time. Yeah. Can't be showing up to church, like, bawling, you know, like, what's happening. You're like, well, I don't got time. <laughs> like, um, we do have a guest on this podcast, uh, Ray, Ronaldo. Yep, my name is Ronaldo, but I just go by Ray, R-E-Y Ray, okay. so you get it right. Like King? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, there. So, uh, yeah, we have a guest. Um, you're studying theology? I am. I'm currently going to, uh, it's called SUM Bible College, School of Urban Ministries. It's, uh, I'm getting a bachelor's degree in, um, in, uh, theological studies and kind of ministry setting studies. Okay, cool. Yeah. So he's very qualified to be on this podcast. If I do say so myself. I agree. Um, yeah. I don't know. No? You don't know about that? I don't know. We'll Man, neither do we, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's we'll how we out. feel every week. Hey, we have a 15 year old here. <clears throat> yeah. Want to call me out? Hey, it's just a number, bro. We got a got tax me. collector over here. Oh, what about it? I don't know. <laughs> Who's one of the 12? Tax collector. Baby. Who hated the one of the 12? Tax collector. If you were on a balloon ride. <laughs> yeah, if you were on a balloon ride, you have a journalist, a lawyer, an accountant, an engineer, and there's one more, an architect. Which one are you throwing off the balloon ride? With a Just journalist, right. accountant, yes. engineer, yep. and architect, and lawyer. Architect, lawyer. And the lawyer. Uh, honestly, the accountant, bro. I'm really for all that. That's what we said. Anybody can write Dude. and keep record of the events. Nobody needs the journalist. No. What do we need the accountant for, though? Like, hey, look, we're at a uh, twenty dollars into be- our. our <laughs> <right now. laughs> When you establish civilization, you're going to want to tax us. No. Look at us right now. Look at us right now. What about you right now? You're paying Uncle Sam. You like those? You're going to like answer when it's done with road construction? No. What do we say? Thank you, Uncle Sam. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Whatever, dude. You like that stimulus check? 
Hey, you like that? You gonna like that stimulus check when it comes out? No, it's going to my savings. Guess that where it came from. Taxpayers' dollars. That's right. But if it's just us on the hot air balloon, you're gonna start taxing your own friends? Like we survive with it, you're gonna be like, alright y'all. I know we had a long time together, but... You get stranded on an island. But you gotta throw somebody off the balloon to get to the island. So like you're gonna restart civilization on this island. Yeah, so what do we need an accountant when we started like from the start we really don't need an accountant. <laughs> That's what I said. That's cool. Maybe later on on the road. Nah, bro, but at the beginning yeah, right at the beginning. Too late now. Really, at the you gotta make maybe it. accountants with everybody there? Nope. Think again. <laughs> Through the only one. The only one that you had a chance with. I'll remember that. Alright. When all y'all when tax season comes around, I'll remember this. I said during No, I feel you, Daisy. I told I'll you taxes anytime, alright? But you <laughs> 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 so anyways the movie why'd you guys cry it wasn't even that bad are you really? kidding me are you kidding a man me? falls in love with a woman okay asks about marriage okay and dies the worst way possible mm. literally gives his heart to her okay gives his heart okay his eyes uh, bone marrow okay liver yep lung yep lung heart heart he wanted to do verse 7 heart he wanted to bone marrow liver Eyes, blood. Give blood, right? I don't know if he gave blood. What else did he give? He gave his property. Property. Yeah. Because it wasn't all his flesh. He gave a kidney to his brother. He gave a kidney to his brother. He gave like a a liver or something to the old lady. That old lady, yeah. He was selfish. He was overall selfless. No, no. Selfless and selfish. You guys want to dive into that? He was human, bro. No. No. <laughs> all right, so basically, it's with Will Smith. Favorite actor of all time. It's your favorite actor of all time. Um, I don't know who my favorite. Maybe Robin Williams. Plays pretty good. But anyways, um, he is an IRS agent. Well, he impersonates. He well, do, impersonates an IRS. Do you want to build? You ever see that? You ever see that graph? <laughs> In English, <laughs> yeah. there's the. In English? Yeah, yeah. In English? Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. plot chart. Plot, plot, yeah. Yeah. plot. There's the rising okay, action. Go ahead. What's at the go top? Ahead. What's at Climax. the top? Climax. Climax. Good oh, job, Tristan. A plus. <laughs> you get a gold star on the on the board. Go put it. Falling action. Falling action, and then we have the bottom. What is that? Resolution. Resolution. Thank you. So you see that? You see that chart? <laughs> Didn't you even draw it out? That's kind of how we want to describe it. You're kind of like jumping from, you know, the plot to the climax and like, it's just... I just thought it was a roller coaster rising. of a movie. <laughs> it was a roller coaster of a movie. <clears throat> so, <laughs> basically... It's very confusing with a movie. Like Dude, you were very confused, but everything made sense in the first last twenty minutes. Yeah, then again, and then you hated life. took away my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I took away your phone because you wanted to look up the stuff. Where's yeah. the phone in that? I want to see you on the edge of your seat. It I want to see you peace. biting fingernails. She was bawling. She was like, she it gives like, you peace. I don't want you to have peace while you're watching a movie. You understand? <laughs> <laughs> you have peace in Please the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so, Angela, I have to be real with you. I've never seen anyone cry as much <laughs> in the movie as I did, as you did watching. Dude, it was so <laughs> You would think that, like, you fell in love with him and like he died. That was the reaction. <laughs> that was the reaction you had. Yeah, Emily did not cry as much as you did. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, 
Uh, he's an IRS tax agent, and he's looking for certain people with medical conditions in order to go talk to them about the tax situations that they're in. Um, we are going to spoil the movie, so, I mean, if you guys... Sure, he did, so. Well, yeah. So, anyways, um, he uh, goes and checks out all these people, basically, like, seeing if they're good people. Um, later on, we find out he's impersonating his brother who's an actual tax agent, and then... He's really an engineer. He's really an engineer. Went to MIT, everything like that. Uh, but he fell in love with one of the people that he was trying to, uh, to help out. Yeah. And so, basically, his whole plan is to donate the seven organs... Six. No, six organs. Six organs. The seventh thing was his beach house. house. Yeah, and his beach house to these people that he has found that basically need help and um in the end he uses a jellyfish to kill himself in order for them to get the organs and uh the lady gets the beach house she's in an abusive relationship she's the only one without like medical yeah, yeah. right yeah she's in an abusive relationship so um yeah that's pretty much the thing uh one of the one of the people is the blind guy ezra gets his eyes and then emily the girl that you fell in love with looks in them at the end. See, how could you not Pretty cry tough, at that? huh? Yeah. How could I not cry at that? I don't think the eye surgery is that accurate. <laughs> no, but then again, you can't... He'd be, like, in a lot of, like, probably lawsuits for that. But it's probably what his friend... The his lawyer. Yeah. Yeah, he has, like, a lawyer that takes care of it all. Yeah. Jellyfish, though. That's crazy that he just stores that jellyfish. Like yeah. irony, like his favorite animal kills mm -hmm. him. Kills him. Mm -hmm. So, all right. Where you guys want to start first? <coughs> and what we saw. So as we, we go through the movie, um, as Matthew said, that we see that Tim. Tim is the name, correct? Yes, that's Tim. his real name. Tim. Tim. But it's Ben at first. Yeah. Ben. What do I want to call him? Ben or Tim? Tim. Tim. What should I refer to Tim? Tim. Ten. <laughs> ben Tim? Bim. He's a ten. He's a ten? Nah, I'm not <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> Tim. <laughs> Goes um, from person to person, and how he decides whether he wants to give up one of his organs for them is that he decides whether he thinks that they are good mm. or bad. Whether they like they're deserving of what he has to give, or whether they're not deserving, or whether like they're evil, or they're good, or right from wrong. And I think that we see this throughout the Bible, like again and again, like we're we're deciding who's deserving of grace, and who's not, and we're deciding whether what we have to, <laughs> what we have to, um, right, whether the actions that we do are right or wrong. And so we have a verse that explains that. Into that. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a verse. It's more like a story. Okay, um, okay. You said, like, who's deserving of grace? Yeah. Um, I tend to think of Noah when God tells him, like, go to Nineveh. And he's mm -hmm. like, no, I'm not going to Nineveh. They're horrible people. And then uh, he runs away. Then God, like, makes him go back. Yeah. And then... Noah? Huh? Jonah. 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 Yeah. Jonah. You know what I meant. Bro's name. <laughs> and so he's like, go back. And then... He gets swallowed by the fish, uh, spends those three days in the fish. Then he goes to Nineveh, and basically all he says when he gets to Nineveh is, "You're say he's gonna be destroyed in forty days," and just him saying that they like repent of their sin and everything like that. 
and God decides to not destroy the city in 40 days. And jo Jonah gets mad. And he's like, this is exactly why I didn't want to go. Because I knew you were forgiving God. And you're going to show mercy on them. And, and, and God's like, do you have any righteousness in your anger? And, and Jonah's like, yes. Like, kill me. I'd rather die than not than go through with this. And then, so, he gets tired. He lays down. God, like, grows this tree. Like a shade for him. Yeah, a shade for him. And then, uh, over, Jonah's like, please. And it seems like in this point, I'm reading it. And I'm like, this guy thinks, like, Oh yeah, God realized I was right. Like, and now he's like rewarding me with the tree, so he's like chilling under the tree. Overnight, God sends a worm and he eats it. But granted, it was a big worm because it was a big tree. Right. It, was yeah. like it had to be a big worm. Yeah. It was cool. And so, then in the morning, Jonah gets up and he's pissed because like the wind's hitting him, the sun's hitting him, and God's like, "Oh, are you mad?" And then he's like, "He's like, yeah, I am." And then he's like, "Why are you so mad about this tree?" which like you didn't create and it was gone it was here one day and gone the next he's like but yet your heart no sh shows no pity for a, a hundred thousand people in Nineveh who like I created too so I think Jonah is the perfect like depiction of us as human beings yeah. where we feel like certain people deserve God's grace and his mercy and like other people don't um I don't think we like in the gospel how like anybody who like decides to give their life to christ um is just forgiven of everything they've done in the yeah. past or anything like that and we're like, called to like love them and yeah and we're called them to love and them and these are like see them as we do our yeah our family and we're gonna see these people in heaven yeah like, it's gonna be a freak show um it's gonna be like murderers like you know ton of like child molesters stuff like that you know who knows what's good who's gonna be in heaven and at times we don't like that because we don't feel like they've gone too far from grace like they don't deserve it so yeah it's probably the first because he's judging these people and then he goes to the guy at the nursing home right he's yeah he's, home? he's the director of the nursing home yeah yeah and he's like i don't think they talk about it but like he i guess he hasn't bathed the lady mm -hmm. yeah and because like, kind of um because he won't sign some papers and he wants yeah and she won't take her medicine and she says that they make her tired yeah. And then he asked her to write down, like, what else is going on. And then he forces them to give her a bath and that he should. Mm. But what I think was happening is that, like, she can't get up by herself. Mm -hmm. Like, to, to use the bathroom or anything. And so, like, she's, like, using the bathroom in her own, in her own bed because, like, no, no one's oh. walking. Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a good assumption. I work in a nursing home, so. We and it's sad. It. it makes me so sad. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk. But yeah, I mean, we see throughout the Bible that like Jesus' grace isn't really limited to, I mean, he at first he comes for the house of Israel, then he spreads it to the Gentiles mm -hmm. and basically the whole world. And like those who reject him, reject him. And those who uh, decide to give their lives to him, receive salvation and eternal life. So, I mean, he forgave that, that guy that was next to him on the cross. Mm -hmm. Like only the worst people were killed yeah. on the crosses. So if he forgives him in that, what was it like? Seconds. Seconds of a conversation. I mean, it shows just how how strong his grace is, how strong his love is, his forgiveness right. is. Uh -huh. And we're called to look like Christ. So we're called to have that same grace, love, and forgiveness. Mm -hmm. That's a difficult. At the store with the paralytic? 
And he comes yeah. down the, the roof. Roof? Turns. He says, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, and like, they all, his, lower yeah, and they all, like, like, he says, like, your sins are forgiven. Yeah. Like, he doesn't say, like, get up and walk at first. He yeah. says, your sins are forgiven. And they're all like, who are you to forgive sins? And he's like, what's more powerful? Your sins are forgiven or get up and, and walk. And he's like, but to show you that the Son of Man can forgive sins, get up and walk. And then he gets up. I think he says what is easiest. Yeah. Like, what's easier to do? Yeah. Yeah. And so what did I say? Fruit, powerful. I said what's more, more powerful? Yeah. Like, to oh. some... And so I think that like gives it a different meaning because yeah, it is so hard to, to, to okay. forgive people yeah. who have done you wrong mm. and forgive people who we deem as unrighteous. Definitely. But none of us are righteous. And none Amen. of us deserve grace. Go off. Yet we all receive it. Let's see it. Romans 3. Where? <laughs> 19. <laughs> who wrote it? Paul. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> Go into it then. He says, Now we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be silenced and the whole world held accountable to God. Therefore, no one will be declared righteous in God's sight. By the works of the law, rather through the law, we become conscious of our sin. And so although that um, Tim was going through person to person, finding like righteousness in them and trying to determine what was right, just like Jonah was, um, and he was trying to find like justification that he was righteous, you know, and that, but none of us are righteous according to Romans. That's also sad. That also makes me sad. Oh, you don't like that? No, I don't like that either. <laughs> no? well, let me get straight. So you like the verse where it says the human heart is so, like, deceitful and who knows how truly evil it is. Or and you like the one where it says, like, our good deeds are equal no, I, to, like, I don't like it and I love it at oh, the same time. Oh, yeah. okay. It's a hate-love yeah. relationship. Okay, that makes yeah. more sense. I get that. How do you feel about Second Peter <laughs> three eleven? Actually, three seven. How do you feel? Uh, first period three seven? What does that actually. say, Matthew? Uh, you know, it's just uh, yeah. We don't gotta get into it right now. So. <laughs> My girls out there, we can uh, we you can look up that verse and then you can go to our website. <laughs> Call the <What's that>? number. <laughs> and just express your thoughts of yeah. that verse. Please give me a call. Yeah, uh, does it help how 57% of our viewers are female? Dude, it doesn't help that, but 100% of the Bible is true. That's so true. I'm Amen. just sitting here and I'm just <laughs> like, man, I don't conform to the world, I conform to the word. <laughs> I didn't write it. But yeah, I go, no, none of us are righteous. But we feel like we have something in us. Yeah. Like, oh, no, but I've done this. Like, um, I was even reading that book this morning, and uh, it said, like, it was talking about this missionary, uh, Jonathan Edwards, the life of Jonathan Edwards. It's like his diary. He was like a missionary in, like, 17, 16, something like that. So he, uh, man, basically he... So anyways, he uh, basically had this life where, like, he was mourning and, like, really sad for his mm -hmm. sin. But yet, even though he was feeling, like, those kind of feelings, he kind of felt like it was righteous of him to have those feelings so that he could bring those to God as well, those feelings specifically, as well as, like, his good deeds. And I was like, dang, that's actually, like, yeah, I feel that. And I feel like... We do that a lot. Yeah. Even. And that makes Ro sense. yeah, and Romans three is like, no, nah, like none of us do good. None of us are righteous. It's by God, it is grace 
alone. Our most righteous act are like dirty rice. Dirty rice, yeah. So it's by grace alone. We don't like that though. That's pretty tough. Yeah. So you know what I really thought was the cool part about this movie was mm-hmm. um as I was watching it, you noticed that in the beginning, uh Tim or he sees herself as Ben, but we find out he's Tim. Right. Yeah. He starts off the movie very very angry. He's very I just he's depressed, he's very anxious, he doesn't know what to do with his life. And he's kinda like lost as to what is he's doing. And we get to see little bits and pieces of a flashback of his past, but we never see it in its entirety. It's more of just like little sporadic moments we get every here and then. And it's kind of like a thing where you see him very tense, very, very kept to himself. He doesn't really open up to others until he meets Emily. And as he starts talking to Emily, the girl he ends up falling in love with, um, he starts to become more relaxed. He starts to become more more laid back. He, he opens up about who he is, kind of in a way. Um, we see his full flashback towards the end. And um, you just notice like when they're sitting in the, in the flower field, He's very at peace. He's very, very relaxed. He has like, he's not really worrying about much, but just being in that moment. Mm-hmm. And um, that really brought me back to this verse in the Bible. It's uh, Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30, which I believe they're going to read over here. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I'll give you rest. Take my... Yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Yeah, and so what I really like about that is that it's it's uh, Jesus. He's, he's talking to, to his disciples at the moment, and, or he's really talking to anybody. And he says, come to me, anybody who's weary, anybody who carries heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. You don't have to worry about what tomorrow is going to bring. You don't have to worry about what the future is going to bring. You can just live in me and live in peace of mind, live in live in this calmness where you're not anxious no more, you're not angry, you're not depressed. And then he says, um, let me teach you because I am humble and my yoke is easy to bear. And so I'm, I'm pretty sure I'll probably heard it, but like the yoke is what they would use to put, the put two oxen together. Yeah. So they would have this thing called a yoke and they put two ox together and let them carry the, um, the, the plow to plow the field with. And so instead of having one ox to do it by himself, they had two, which Jesus is saying, like, come with me and I'll carry your weight for you. I will carry that that weight for you so you don't have to be so heavy. You don't have to be so tense. You don't have to be so worried no more. And like, that's what we find in Tim, where Tim, the more he spends with Emily, the more time he spends with Emily, he's more relaxed. He's more, he's more laid back and he's not really worrying about what's going to happen. He's not worried about his current situations or nothing like that. Like the, every every moment we see him and her, like the music's more calm, he's more relaxed, his mm. shoulders aren't tense. He's not really like scared or nothing. And so us as, as, as people, as believers in Christ, like we gotta come to understand that. We don't have to worry about like what tomorrow's gonna bring. We just worry about today. We worry about the promises that Jesus has made us and know that he's gonna carry us through and see it to the end. That like no matter what may seem what may seem difficult at the time no matter what's what's dragging you down or nothing like jesus is gonna carry that way for you he's gonna help you through and and like that's the good news of the gospel that i love so much is that 
no matter where you come from, no matter who you are, what you've been through, like at the end of the day, Jesus came down and he died for us and he resurrected so that we don't have to struggle with things like depression no more. We don't have to struggle with things like anxiety, addictions, none of that no more. Like we get to live at peace. We get to live like just calm again. And that's really like something super dope that's on the movie where Tim, like every moment he spent with her, mm-hmm. he wasn't worried no more. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was super dope. From what I saw in the movie, uh, when Tim opens up in the movie, you see him making the call to Ezra, Mm. where he pretty much puts him on the spot and calls him out for things that Ezra can't control. I guess you could see it that way, yeah. Yeah. No, he's pretty ruthless in it. Yeah, he's really ruthless. Watching it just made me just shut my eyes and cringe. (laughs) I didn't cry at that point. But you did cry. In I just want to make sure. Yes. In the movie, I just yes, want to clear it up. Would you I say did. it was one bucket or two buckets worth? <laughs> <laughs> I would say a uh, storm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ocean's worth. <laughs> <laughs> but in it, you after he hangs up with Ezra, he's in shock of himself of what he just said to Ezra. Yeah. And he says the seven names of the victims from the crash. To kind of like remind himself of what he's mm-hmm. working towards yeah. through that phone call. And I feel like the whole point of the, like one of the points that Tim, Tim misses from not having the gospel is redemption. Mm. That he does, uh, he carries out his actions of what some people could say selfless actions. Of giving up his, like harvesting his organs and giving up his beach house. We could say that's selfless, but I think it's just selfish because he lives with uh, guilt and remorse of yeah. having killed he, seven people. Killed seven people, yeah, including his own fiance. Yeah, because he got in that car wreck. Yeah, but he fails to see that we're redeemed through Christ, because through the it's just through His grace. And while people go, okay, well, He redeemed Himself, like He He kills seven lives mm. but then he saves seven more mm. but christ did his christ gave his life out of love not right, out of remorse right. or guilt mm-hmm. yeah and then in, in ephesians 1 7 it says in him we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace yeah i think that uh i mean tim Fails to see, like, value in his life. Yeah. yeah. He fails to see. And then he calls out Emily for not seeing value in her life mm-hmm. while he's doing yeah, the same. Yeah. And, and, and it's interesting because when he's talking to her about that, he says, like, I'm, if there was, I don't know what his words were specifically, but he's like, would you say you're a bad person, Emily Poza? And then she's oh. like, if I asked you that, what would you say? And he's like, words can't even describe mm-hmm. how, like, awful of a person I am or something like that and you could tell that like he's carrying around this yeah also when they're at the uh when she goes to the hospital the second time Mm -hmm. after she passes out in her front porch yeah he he comes up to her again she falls asleep and he's like I didn't tell you this earlier but I think about killing myself every day Mm -hmm. as opposed to like from time to time yeah so like you tell he really like has that weight on him and he doesn't know how to let go of it Mm -hmm. yeah she's like do you ever think about death and he's like "Uh, sometimes like every now and then (laughs) Um, but he's planning it like every single day. So, uh, it just seems like he doesn't find any value within himself, within his life. 
And it's insane how through her almost losing her life mm. in the hospital, yeah. he gets the courage to actually commit suicide and go through his plan yeah. all along. Yeah. After already creating a life with her. After uh, she ha has a date. But then again, I feel like when he asked her the questions, he asked her just to assure himself that she, she, was, she was a good person mm -hmm. and that her and Ezra were good people. Yeah. You think what? He was self selfless? I don't know, actually. What? Oh, we changed him. We changed no. him. No, it's not we changed him. He's both, but like, we, not one person both selfless and selfless. We all have selfless and selfish. Like, we could say, uh, right. I'm going to go uh, give, talk to a homeless man. Okay. And we could view that as selfish, selfless. Like, oh, yes, I'm going to take my time. But right. when you think, oh, I'm going to take my time, I'm gonna, like, that's when it becomes selfish. Like, oh, yes, I spend time with the homeless man so i don't think Makes we could do good. anything yeah selfless and not selfish you know what i'm saying the other way around no we, can, we can't do anything selfish and selfish and not be selfish in that yeah okay, okay. because we're so human we're always gonna like we're thinking about we, how good yeah how good we are yes, for doing yeah. that so there's like not besides jesus there's not one occasion where we're not both selfish 100 percent selfless and not self selfish no worse selfish we're all like always like 100% selfless and 100% selfish. Okay. I think he was selfless. You think he was selfless? Yeah. You think he really was selfless? Do. Really? <laughs> Truly? Yeah. I think especially if your if your argument is that he was selfish because he left behind he left her behind. No, no, no. I don't think that's why he was selfish. I think, I think it's he's more selfish because... because he carried guilt and remorse, and he thought he, the only way to make himself feel better was to save the life of the lives of others instead of seeing value in his life. And forgiving himself. Mm. But forgiving himself, that would also, like, make his life living about, or living for him. In this way, he was living his life for, like, everybody else, you know what I mean? And he decided to kill himself after he went to the hospital and asked, where, where is she, like, on the, on the, on the transplant list? Or, like, is she going to be soon? Do you think she's going to make it? She's like, no, she's not going to make it. Like, he really wanted, I think that if she would have been the next in line to get a heart or something, he would have stayed alive, but he died in order for her to have the heart, in order for her to live, because she was gonna die pretty soon because she wasn't on that list. No, I don't even think he cons he ever saw life with her. I think because I think so. that's why he ran he... to the hospital like no, because he had created all his letters to be sent out with his lawyer mm. beforehand. So in his letter, he had already addressed Emily as her looking for Ezra, and Ezra looking for Emily. But in that moment, he fell in love with Emily, and he really wanted to stay, I think, and he realized that he, there was there was no life with her possible. So that's no, he also, he had already given his house and his organs. The only one missing was his heart. And then he fell in love with her. Like, that's a really determining factor. If, if, I would say it. love interest, and not... <laughs> <laughs> As you can tell, I was really big on romantic things. Um... <laughs> Yeah, she's definitely the romantic of the group. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, jokester. <laughs> Man. I don't know, you guys bring up good points. I was more for the selfish. I'm know? both, like I said. Yeah. But, uh, I see where you're coming from, too. And, I don't know, I mean, it's difficult to truly say, you know, he was selfish because he saw no value in his life. Well... I mean, the movie... Well, suicide in itself, in the Bible, is a selfish act. Yeah, because mm -hmm. you're not appreciating the gift of 
yeah. life that God has given you. So therefore, I come to the conclusion. But he he, he laid selfish. down his life for others. And that is what Jesus did. Yeah. But, but he did it out of love, not guilt or remorse, or because he, he did it out of love. love for Emily. No, it wasn't. Well, what do you mean? No, planning on giving the heart before they even fell in yeah. love. Yeah. So you can't even say that. Yeah, he may have fallen in love with her, but it's also what gives him the courage to execute it. And Jesus was murdered. Yeah. Like he. He knew what was going to happen, but he yeah. just let it happen. This mm-hmm. guy kind of like planned he it out controlled. methodically. He had a plan, and he con- had control of all of it. But I mean, the thing that makes me think that he was selfish in it is the fact that this movie is a secular movie, and there is no Christ in it. Mm-hmm. We're looking mm-hmm. at this from a Christian perspective, yeah. but without him having Christ, man, right, I probably yeah. would have took my life as well. And I probably would have, I yeah. couldn't live with the guilt. I couldn't do all that stuff. Because there's yeah. nothing to take that away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There's no atonement yeah. for that sin. Or those seven lives that he took, mm-hmm. you know? So, I get where he's coming from. But from the point of, man, Christ gave his life for us. He forgives us uh, in the sins that we've done in our past and everything. If he came to that point, I think he would have been selfish to mm-hmm. take his life. With him knowing Christ. Yeah. So, it's a, oh, it's a good debate. I like it. It's like an agree-disagree debate. It's difficult to come across. <laughs> I mean, when I first watched the movie, I was like, dang, dude, what a beautiful like concept and everything like that. Second time, I was like, this guy's kind of being a little, a little selfish, a little man. selfish yeah. man. Yeah. And... I've never come to a point where, like, I, I just sit and watch the movie and, like, I'm fine. Like, it's always these two colliding ideas. Because, I mean, I think he did fall in love with Emily. Yeah. But I also know he was playing on giving the heart yeah, no matter before what. they fell in love. So, yeah. it's not really selfless if you had a plan beforehand. Yeah. Like, this just, he was like, oh, shoot, I'm in love, but I'm still gonna do what I gotta do. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, I know. Really I know. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Wait, what are you pointing at? I didn't get it. And if I say, if I, I say love each other, they still have to do what they gotta do. I didn't get it at all. <laughs> if I stay, what? They still have to do what they had to do? Okay, this guy's about to kill himself so that she can live and all these other people can can have, like, more in their life. If I stay, I don't know if I want to go to Juilliard, one of the best schools ever, or, and then he's like, I don't know if I want to stay in my band and, like, you know, just, like, rock out with my buds, you know? Yeah, real. Yeah, no, you're right. (laughs) That's about the same. (laughs) Freaking Adam. Freaking Emma. Mia? What's her name? Whatever. Doesn't matter anymore dead to me they're both dead to me <laughs> but the point is it's difficult i think the most difficult part is trying to find value within ourselves mm-hmm. yeah when we don't have christ because we're going to mess up mm-hmm. we're going to have these things that eat us yeah. up in life and everybody wants to teach us self-love everybody wants to teach us you know uh empowerment and everything like that where do we get that because, man, I've done some things in my life that would eat me up if I didn't have Christ to take it away. Yeah. If I didn't have that atonement for the sin, for the for the guilt to be taken away. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking, like, how are we teaching people self-love? How are we teaching people empowerment without giving them the best thing that they can attain, which is Christ? 
And so I think that's what in this movie we look at and like, it's you difficult. see that it's missing yeah. Christ. It's missing yeah. Christ. And, you know, yes, he lays down his life for others, but we see that it's because he's so, like, just depressed. depressed. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. just sad and, like, depressed yeah. and guilty for what he's done. Yeah. And this is what's going to relieve him. Yeah. So, or so he thinks. Or so he thinks, yeah. And then we see Ezra and he meets up Emily and. Oh, I don't know if they fell in love. Who knows what happened, but... <laughs> nah. Yeah, a little weird, huh? I don't know. Ezra nah. has his eyes, so... That'd be weird. Right? Nah. You don't nah. like it? Nah. No, not at all. No, That's where you draw the line. <laughs> That's it, bro. <laughs> oh. No, yeah. It was a good movie. Yeah. Sad. It was a sad movie. So sad. But I think at the end of the day, it really just opened my eyes to... You know, we, we we can hate ourselves to the point. And I think that's like suicide and everything. That's a tough topic to touch on because if you have Christ, would you want to kill yourself? Judas. And Ju- Judas is the example in the Bible. You know, he betrays Christ and then he runs and he hangs himself. And some people think that like he died from hanging himself. Some people think he died like the branch broke and like he mm-hmm. fell and like yeah cut his stomach open and just died like that so um yeah i think that if you're going through a really t- hard time in your life mm-hmm. where like you see no you don't see how christ can or you don't, you don't see yourself getting out of it and you know that the moment you die you're gonna be with christ and you're gonna feel like his presence and everything mm. you know i can totally see why okay why Christian would do yeah that. yeah i mean i get that there's been, definitely been times in my life where I'm like, oh man, it'd be so much better to just be with him yeah. like, in his presence mm-hmm. and everything. But, I mean, there's that point in the Bible where Paul's talking and he's like, it would be better for me to die right now and be yeah. with Christ. But since he won't take me, it's better for me to be with you right for now. Really yeah. For his plan. Yeah. His game. For, yeah, and for his glory. And so, it's a tough, it's a tough topic. But when you take Christ out of that picture, I mean, it's all kind of meaningless. Like yeah. his, his death, yeah. his sacrifices, everything. It was kind of meaningless. Um, sad movie, guys. Great pick. <laughs> Who picked this one? Who was it? Don't remind me. Who was it? Surely not I. <laughs> <laughs> guys, it's a great movie, alright? Just because you all <laughs> cried. <laughs> Daisy, you saw it before. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> so... I cried more the first time, just because the second time it was kind of funny seeing anyone else cry. Right? Yeah, like, here in Angela, I was, like, laughing, and then Tristan's like, this is bullcrap, man! (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, jeez. No, I started crying before, because, um, um, the nurse gives Emily, like, a little buzzer, and then it was like, the buzzer will ring once we have an available heart, and I looked at that, and I was like, oh, jeez! Like, the buzzer's gonna ring! Because <laughs> I just remember how Got something in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I think the biggest takeaway though is <clears throat> we're given life. We're given a new life yeah. in Christ. No matter what we've done in the past, no matter what uh, is eating us up, He does carry the light. Yeah, the light yoke, like you said, He is calling us to put His burdens on Him so He can carry them. And I think that is the whole point like not the whole point of the gospel 
but like that is a big thing not to rely on ourselves Mm -hmm. but to rely on him to fulfill every need every desire that we have based on who he is and not based on who we are so you guys got some you guys got anything else good good to go all right solid bro solid ray thanks for being with us man thank you for for inviting me i appreciate it of course this is dope good luck in your studies (laughs) um send us to your refreshers huh send us to your refreshers (laughs) yeah (laughs) no yeah thanks for being with us man and taking the time out of your day i really appreciate it yeah it was cool yeah it was cool Mm -hmm. and uh yeah stay tuned Next podcast we cover is uh, Life of Pi. Life of Pi, dude. Yeah, Richard Parker. All right, so that'll be good stuff. Um, yeah, thank you for everybody listening. Shout out to our listener in New Zealand. Shout out to Malaysia, Colombia, Canada, Canada, Mexico, and of course, God bless America. <laughs> but. Um, no, thank you to all you guys listening, and um, as always, we hope that we're able to give a new perspective on the gospel and to Christ, and point you more to Him. That's the whole reason we do this. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't live our lives for anything more, and we don't uh, use our bodies for anything else. At least, we strive not to. So, uh, we love you guys, and stay tuned for Life of Pie.